energy you put in this world is what you getting back. And now, Gentlemen's Talk, Episode 8, Part 2. So, um, let me uh, slide this down to you. Let's see how good this works. Not a bar table, but the, okay, well. Well, I didn't want to knock it over because if I shake it up, then we got a problem. But while we got that going on, while he grabs that brew there, of course, before we get these local brews rocking and rolling, we have got to get these shout outs going. So, while he does that, I'm going to go ahead and get it started today. First and foremost, my shout out is going to be going to my flag football squad, HTX Fear. We are going to Arlington this weekend to play in the Flag Football World Championship Major Qualifying Tournament. Bang, bang. We play at 9 and 9.35. We play a team out of New Orleans. We play a team out of Dallas. This is in the um, bracket play. I mean, see me, pool play to go on for bracket play to try to take care of business on Sunday. So we are traveling out to Arlington to go do our best to ball out, represent Houston. I looked at all the rosters of all of the five-man teams. We are the only five-man team from Houston. Everybody wow. else is from Dallas, San Antonio, um, places I never heard of before. We have one that's actually representing Sugarland. actually one of the best five-man teams in okay. the state out of Sugarland. Okay. They're really good. Their quarterback is probably the best, might be the best flag football quarterback in the state of Texas. I just met him on Sunday. He runs a um, runs a youth uh, flag football league. Okay. Um, shout out to you know, my quarterback, Chris, his son, Ace. They played. My man scored four touchdowns, balled out of control. His jukes looked good. Like, he, he, he was looking kind of fresh, you know. And then I got to see some things that made me really happy. I saw a couple of girls out there playing, and I was like, oh, bet. I'm training my daughter. My daughter finna go out there and play flag <laughs> football. It's only pop. She's going to take after like her daddy. So there you go. There's that. Um, I'd also like to give a shout-out to um, everybody who has been affected by this uh, this uh, sad, tragic moment from, um, from Evaldi. Um, we are not going to forget about you guys. Um, I am going to keep my eyes on the news, and I hope that we make more and more of a push to come up with a better solution overall. And it's up to the people that reside in that White House and those who represent our state that we have voted in. So they need to be held accountable so that we can take care of business and move forward with our lives knowing that there are better, more safer solutions in place. Yes. All right. Um, my shout out is going to be simple. And uh, I don't think this particular group of people get enough recognition that I'm going to shout out. Um, my shout out is simply going to be based on the holiday coming up this Monday, our veterans. I know everybody always brings out the beer, the drinks, the barbecue, crop, whatever you're doing. On Memorial Day, a lot of people, you know, for a lot of us, it's just another holiday. But for people who have had family members that have died or have served and they're still suffering, or they're served and they're back home and they still suffer mentally, but they're great physically, my shout-out is to each and every one of the veterans that have served to make sure that I can wake up every day and be free in America. And I really mean that. I know y'all go to war because sometimes the presidents are petty, Sometimes the world operations are petty, and just to prove a point, I respect that to the fullest, because uh, I don't think there's no way in hell I'm fighting for something that uh, somebody else started. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, you guys deserve everything and then more. If I was pressing all y'all to have races, we, we put money in other places that we could just pull from that aren't really even necessary. Uh, to, to the veterans, the first responders, uh, the police officers, all of you, my shout-out is to y'all on Memorial Day especially the veterans, the ones that serve overseas in the war. I would like to say personally, and of, of course, both of us, as y'all know, Mr. GQ is a, is a veteran. So for me and Mr. GQ, thank you all. Uh, that's my shout-out for today. 
Gotcha, gotcha. And um, just so um, everybody is, we'll say, well informed. Um, Memorial Day is also, not even also, it is symbolic of those who have have served and they have made the ultimate sacrifice. Yep. So they laid down, they laid, they laid their lives on the line, and they did not come back home, or they came back home in a box, or you know, they're overseas somewhere, and we have you know not recovered them. You know, to to all of our frontliners who made the ultimate sacrifice this weekend, when everybody's having barbecues and celebrating this, that, and the other, just remember. Please find a time during the day to just take a pause and remember that somebody somewhere in a uniform made the ultimate sacrifice and this day is for them. And for everybody that is on every social media platform, please do me a favor. Do not, do not, do not thank an active veteran on Memorial Day. We have Veterans Day for a reason. Memorial Day is for those who made the ultimate sacrifice and are no longer with us. That's my two cents. Anywho, so we are on to the local brew time. And this in particular one here, I kind of like this one. I ain't gonna lie. This is uh, this one is called Sancho. So for my uh, folks who don't know what a Sancho is, it's basically let's just call it. You basically a whore. You know, you 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 a side dude. In it's just Spanish for that. Yeah. So this is, this beer is called Sancho. It is a mango tart and seductive beer. It's a Mexican style goose. It's an interesting word for beer, seductive. Hey, I'm I'm leaving it. Uh, so this one has been brewed from Rufftail Brewing Company out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Actually, interesting. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, so very interesting. But I found it at H E B, of course. Um, so of course that means I had to get it. So uh, let's crack these things open and see what the business is. Still exploded. Cheers to you. <laughs> Seductive indeed. I don't know what to say. Oh, that is um, it's unique. It is. I can't like it's because it, it's a, it really is like the because what I expect from a mango, you know, juicy, you know, fruity tastes really good, but that tartness, the bites on the back of it, it's a perfect combination. Um, wow. Yeah. Totally. And what did you pick this up at? H E B. Here, everything's better. Yeah, sir. So we like throwing, you know, kind of curveballs at each other. So I got a curveball for you now. Oh, Lord. oh, I think you're gonna like this one though. Okay. So of course, you know, I talked to you about um, about pick a team. Uh -huh. But before we get to pick a team, I have a test for you. Okay. It's called the classic gamer test. I don't like this. So we're gonna see. I don't like this at all. How many classic games you have played? And some of these games go back to like early '90s up until a couple years ago. So not too too bad. Okay. So okay. we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how vast your video game this is. So starting Not vast at, at all, the, but okay, let's go. All right, starting at the top, Mario sixty four. Yes. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Only Arcadia of Time. Okay. Pokemon Emerald. No. Kingdom Hearts. All of them. So you play Kingdom Hearts one and two. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, Tomb Raider. Of course. Call of Duty Modern Warfare two. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare two, and Modern Warfare. All right. Cha Ching. Uh, God of War. No, but I watched you play. Oh, you sleep. You got to play it though. I've Donkey Kong Country. Yes. Grand Theft Auto four. Yes. Diablo 2. I don't even have the slightest idea what that is. It's okay. Run Escape. That's an old, old game. That's a Super NES game. Run Escape. No. Rune Escape, excuse me, but yeah. But. No, no, no. Okay. Wii Sports. Yes. Okay. I, was, I, was, I hope so. If you say no to this next one, I'm going to tell you to go home. NBA Jam. Come on, man. I don't even know why you asked me that one. I had to I got ask. NBA Jam on my computer I, right I now, had, and I, I still just, play. You know I had to ask. Shout out to Golden State. That's my team. We'll run TMC. I'll kill anybody with them. <laughs> oh, Left for Dead 2. No. Skate 3. Yes. All right. Uh, Fallout 3. Yes. Sims 3. 
Yes. Super Mario Strikers. No. Pinball Space Cadet. Wait, is 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 that the uh, the Windows the Windows pinball game? Mm-mm. That's not Space Cadet 3D on 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 the Windows on the oh, PC. Oh wait, yeah it is. Okay, yeah, yes, yes. I was thinking about Pinkman for summer because Pinkman's coming up on this list. Oh yeah, Pinkman is the one that was on the GameCube. Yeah. yeah. Starcraft. No. Skyrim. Yes. Star Wars. Any of them. Yes. Pokemon Red and Blue. Yes. Sky, um, Halo Two and Three. I played every Halo. Okay. The Last of Us. No. Tetris. Yes. Assassin's Creed Three. Yes. Pac Man. Yes. Goldeneye 007. Yes. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. You played... Oh, you said for Legend of Zelda, you played only one you played as Arnica of Time? Yes. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy 11. No, I think I stopped at like 8. Okay. League of Legends. No. Portal 2. No. Minecraft. Yes. Super Mario Brothers 3. Yes. Metal Gear Solid. Yes. So far, so good. Got an OG game for you. Mortal Kombat. Of course. Mass Effect 2. Yes. Doom. It's a pretty good game too, by the way. Yeah, it is. Doom. Yes. First game that made me jump out of my damn seat. Yeah. World of Warcraft. Surprisingly, no. That's okay. I haven't. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, Half Life Two. Yes. Yes. Underrated game. Very much so. Super Mario Kart. Yes. Metroid Prime. Yes. Bioshock. Yes. Street Fighter Two. Absolute the dawn. That's what I'm talking about. Super Smash Bros. Melee. Yes. Gears of War. Of course. <laughs> Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare. I already named that one, so you uh, know it. I just had to make you know. <laughs> Super Mario World. Yes. Silent Hill 2. No, I don't even that's know what a, that is. That's a classic right there. You want to talk about something that's basically Resident Evil on steroids? Ooh, yeah. Dark Souls. No. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. All of them. I already knew that. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes. Resident Evil 4. I don't think I played number 4. Galaga. Of course. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. OG. Quake. No. Got another OG for you. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Yes. Soul Calibur 2. Yes. I about to say, if you say no, say you lying because you played it in my house. Tekken 3. Yes. We used to have uh, Soul Calibur tournaments at the crib. We did. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. You got 50. It's not bad. So you got 50 out of a possible 65. Not bad. Not bad at all. So you're still a retro gamer. I Oh, for sure. Um, I uh, enjoy going to this place called Cidercade. Oh, yeah. Cidercade in in Houston, in East Downtown. Downtown. Yeah. Over there by 8th Wonder Brewery. Love it. Love it. Um, We actually went there on our... um. Our HTX Fear um, team building event. Oh, that's we, what's up. Yeah, we had a ball over there. I love it. Um, a couple of those that you named, I don't even know what the heck it is. Yeah, no. But, some of those I hadn't heard of in a while. I almost forgot about. But uh, so there's that. So now let's get into this pick a team that I kind of gave you a little prelude about. So yeah. there was this there was this post going around about picking three different NBA teams. Okay. Uh, mixtures. Um, they used the color red, black, and yellow. So I'll start with the black team. You had Tim Duncan. You had David Robinson, you had Kevin Durant, you have Allen Iverson, and you have Dwayne Wade. That's the black squad. Wait, why? Why are they black? Are they black because they they have a, a color in their in their Spurs, Heat, Sixers, Nets? But that's just the way they put it together. Did you say Kevin Durant is in that team? I did. Yes, I did. What team did he wear? Where's Brooklyn? Black? Oh, show you right. Crap. Yeah. All right. So the red squad: Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, T Mac, Hakeem Olajuwon. Ooh. Yeah. And last but not least, the gold squad. Magic Johnson, Steph Curry, Kobe, LeBron, and Shaq. Of those three, give me your color. The color I think I'm going to win or the color I like the most? The one you you're, you're, the one you think is your, whichever one, however you want to look at it. Either your favorite or you think whichever team you think is the best. I'm going to, I will pick my favorite would be, my favorite would be the red. Okay. Um, if you know me, you know Hakeem and Trace McGrady are two of my favorite players of all time. Um, you know how I feel about uh, I want to be like Mike, just like everybody else want to be, just like Mike. Um, the team I think would win is probably the black, but I think the red. I think over. I think the red would be in last place overall. 
when it, when, if if they were to do like a like let's say like they did a double elimination tournament, yeah. I think the red will come in last place. Um, I love Hakeem. I love T Mac, and I love Jordan. Uh, they can all they can all play defense. But let's be serious. Did you say? Did you say? Uh, um, you said uh, uh, Shaq and who in, in in on gold? Shaq, LeBron, Magic, Kobe, Steph. Okay. See, I thought you said I, I thought Kareem was in there. No. Um, because I'm I'm taking gold. I think I uh, the, I think gold would win. Um, I do think gold would win because you have literally you have Steph and Kobe. That's your one and your two. Yeah, I think gold. You would can win. move. You can move Magic down to the four, LeBron yeah. at the three, and Shakur Shaq at the five. And I'm looking at like the red team is T Mac stopping LeBron? No, because if you look at the red team, okay, you got Scotty, Dennis, and T Mac. But is Scotty stopping LeBron? That's what I'm saying. So you get, are, but that's so okay. Who are you putting? Okay, let's look at the Reds. You got Jordan, Jordan Pippen, Robin, T Mac, and Elijah Wan versus that gold squad. Who's matched up against who? Obviously, we know. Jordan's gonna match up with probably probably Steph. He's gonna have to match. He's gonna have to take. But but then who guards Kobe? You gonna put Dennis Robin on Kobe? No, I, I'm legit. Like I, it, I know I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, okay, I would say T Mac. T Mac would have to guard Steph. Um, okay. Number one, I think the length would bother him just a little bit. Um, T T Mac T Mac and Scotty are basically the same height. Um, you would almost have to put Scotty on LeBron. I don't think there's any other way you could look at it. Dennis Rodman would be on Magic. I'm okay with Dennis Rodman guarding Magic. Uh, Dennis Rodman is in the Hall of Fame for And you a got reason. Jordan on Kobe. I got Jordan on Kobe. And then, of course, Hakeem and Shaq. Hakeem and Shaq. So, um, here's the thing. Yes, okay. So, if you got T-Mac guarding Curry, that's smart. Until Steph brings his ass out 35 feet. Yeah, but, uh, and start. Yeah, you can say what you want about the length, yeah. but if he brings T-Mac out, for the sake of argument, let's just say for this, he brings him out there, and let's say, um, you know, let's say Magic sets a screen on T Mac, and they run a pick and roll, a high pick and roll. You still got LeBron and Shaq down low. That's that's what I was gonna say. Um, because now, if I do that, if I run a pick and roll with simply with Steph and Magic, as soon as, because at that case, if T Mac doesn't switch, I mean, because let's just okay, you had. Um, but that that that's kind of why I was saying I think the red will be probably, and it's crazy to think that. A team with Jordan could be the last place team out of mm-hmm. all of them, but you you lose the advantage versus the black team, black and red going against each other, when Tim Duncan and David Robinson can switch off on Hakeem at any whenever they feel like it, whenever they, they please. And then, um, now, here what's interesting with the black team though is, do you put Robin or T Mac on KD? This is where I'm putting want you to put your coaching hat on. So so think about that now because that's a very important matchup. So. I'm going to I'm going to put Robin on on KD because okay. I I know a lot of people listen people are going to say whatever they want to say I don't care what nobody got to say to me KD is kind of on the weaker side mentally I'm not saying he's mentally weak but if somebody like Chris Paul can get under the skin of Kevin Durant over and over and what do you yeah. think somebody like Dennis Robin is going to do and I think the so for me personally the X factor of the black team is Dwayne Wade well because I don't care if you put t-mac or jordan on him because now you have the threat of ai and ai has better handles to me he's better ankle breakers than steph so oh yeah yeah, yeah. if you put mm, let's say for the sake of argument let's say you put i guess t-mac on him ai might break him off a couple times ai will break him off a couple of times so you still have tim duncan and david robinson in the paint Um, and and you and kd is a threat to stretch the floor in a in a way to where he could bring somebody he could bring dennis out of the paint which opens up David Robinson and Tim Duncan to just go to town. Exactly. Uh, black, black has the advantage over the red and the gold. Uh, they 
it's not necessarily an advantage, but Hakeem is not stopping Shaq. So what I think about the black team is the black team has the most, the best assemblance of efficient basketball they players. They have the most well-rounded because team. Because Kevin Durant is a very efficient scorer. Say what you will. He's a very efficient scorer. Absolutely. D-Wade is a very efficient player all around. And he's going to, of course, he's going to get a couple blocks. AI is an efficient and a lethal scorer. We know about Tim Duncan, the big fundamental, and, and David Robinson, the admiral. We, we know. So that is a very fundam very spurs like team that it, it like, is exactly that's, that's, what like no, that's no, the best way to say the, it like the only, the only thing that sticks out from that team other than the spurs like, is Allen iverson's freestyle ability with the basketball in his hand absolutely um, everything that Kyrie thinks he can do because I, I don't care people the, and, and some people the say fact that, that people never, keep saying that Kyrie is better than ai miss me with that i'm Kyrie, sorry Kyrie ain't never carried a team by himself i don't want to hear from nobody absolutely not the Celtics were better without him now, I'm not going to lie. If this gold team was all like Lakers, that's Showtime Lakers, like 5.0. Like, that right there is scary. Because then, just think about this. Have Magic bring the ball up. Have Curry at the 2. Move Kobe to the 3. LeBron at the 4 and Shaq at the 5. Just think about that. Because now Curry can just run around free, getting open, getting buckets. You, you, you're essentially going to play four, 4 out. Yeah. You're essentially going to play 4 out. And, and I that, would... that leaves Shaq. One on one, and I would every move. Yeah, single I would leg. put. I'd put LeBron at the at the high post. I'd put him at the elbow. Yeah, and I and I put be the and difference. I'd, and I'd move Kobe corner to corner. I'd let Kobe do his work corner to corner because he's lethal from the wings driving to the lane. So I'd yeah. let him just operate corner whichever hey, whichever corner you want. Kobe issues. The, the LeBron is going to be the X factor when they play against the black team because Tim Duncan or David Robinson is going to have to come out that post and guard LeBron at the four, and that is not going to be pretty. No. They're too slow to take him off the dribble. And LeBron now is too good of a shooter just to leave wide open. You know what else I noticed about the black team? That is the assemblance of five of the best free throw shooters. Well, not Tim Duncan, but... Compared to these other yeah, yeah, teams... Yeah. I mean, okay, Steph don't count. Steph's like a 94? And Steph, Steph, Steph is, I think Steph is the, the has the highest free throw percentage currently. He should. I think he still does, but... Tim Duncan has a viable free throw. Yeah, it's like 70 something. You, you would know more about that than I would because that's kind of your your lane. It's, it's, your, it's, it's respectable. Respectable is all that matters. It, it, in a, it's, in it's this type of a round-robin style tournament, I'd be intrigued by that. I I, I think I, I would take gold overall to win. Yes. But man, man, oh man, would I love the opportunity to coach that black or red team. Mm hmm. Red team being my favorite because they got they got yeah. Hakeem and Tracy. I, I'd love to Jordan. coach that. I'd love to coach that gold or that black team. I would be down for either. Oh man! All right, so all right, I've been telling y'all for about a week, two weeks about this Kendrick Lamar album, and I told you guys I was gonna give you guys my honest assessment of this album. And let me start by saying I was one. I was not disappointed by the album. I thought for the most part, I actually thought it was still a good album. Had some good bangers. Had some very controversial tracks which was a little bit of a left field move for me from Kendrick, but I appreciated it, especially the um, the first song that caught me smooth off guard was the Auntie Diaries. So the, in the Auntie Diaries, if you break down the lyrics, he talks about having transgender family members and how they were ridiculed in church and at family cookouts. And all of a sudden he said, my, my uncle became my auntie. But one of the lyrics, which I thought was in true Kendrick fashion, he's like, my uncle became my auntie, but his love for pussy never changed. I was like, that's a Kendrick line. Oh my god! <laughs> like, if that's not a Kendrick lyric, that's I don't know what is. That's a dumbass bar, but, bro. But think about it. What's the difference? That's that's a dumb bar. And it probably skipped so many people's heads because the way Kendrick speaks, it does go over the average person's head. The same how me and you used to talk about Fabulous. How a lot of people don't listen oh, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. metaphorical rappers. Yes. Kendrick is like that. 
Kendrick will hit you with some stuff and it won't register for about a week. Right, that's a freaking like, hard though. Emma's oh, the same. Emma, Eminem will hit you with something. You'll be like, what? And then it'll hit you a week later. You'll be like, wow. You know, Cole will hit you with some of that every now and again. Every now and again, Cole you will know, hit you with but, that. You know, we, we are big fans of the metaphorical style rappers. That's why I'm a big, that's why I'm such a big Kendrick fan. Yes. Um. So yeah, that was the Auntie Diaries. Um, Mr. Morale was his one of his main, like, you know, up more upbeat, if you will, type tracks. Solid track. A Kendrick track. Yeah. Um, Mother, Mother Sober, that was a good, that was a good banger. You know, one of them, um, it was a good ballad. It's one of them tracks. It's a ballad track. Um, N95, if you've been on Instagram, a lot of people have been using that in their workout videos. So that's kind of become that, not necessarily motivational song, but it's got just enough of a tempo to use in certain, certain, certain tracks. But very good. Um, We Cry Together. Holy shit. So We Cry Together. You remember watching Baby Boy? So you remember when they when they argued going upstairs and all of a sudden, you know, saying they had uh they had you know had sex at the end? Makeup sex, yeah. The entire song was an argument. And I'm talking about it's one of them real bad hood arguments that end up on World Star. Like I'm talking about calling each other all kinds of names out the pocket. Like it was a very like my lady was looking at me in the car and she was like, I'm surprised that you listened all the way through that song. Because a little background on me, for those who don't really know me, I, for the most part, have subtracted the um, the N-word out of my vocabulary. Personal preference, that's just me. I don't have a problem with those who use it. Don't really care. Me personally, I have just found other words for me that are better. So even like hearing it sometimes in like, it's one thing to hear it every now and again, cool. Or if I'm having like a conversation and like somebody kind of just naturally does it the same way, I do use the word fuck a lot. Yeah. That's, that's just a veteran in me. But in this particular song, it sounded like Grand Theft Auto at the beginning. Back when they had the, the two uh, car boosters, like every third or fourth word was just in, in, in. I was like, God, dog. Like, I was, it was a little cringy, you know? Like, but I got through it, but it was, if you don't listen to any other track besides that one, you got to listen to that one in Auntie Diaries. Like, I just, you, you got to hear those two. Like, because they are very powerful, especially for the culture. They're very powerful for the culture because I did not expect Auntie Diaries. That one caught me off guard, but I was, but I was with it. I, you know, like, I appreciate what Kendrick did highlighting, you know, the fact that he does have transgender family members and he still loves and supports them. Like, he even, he says it in the song, he supports them and loves them no matter what. So, you know, I'm all for that. So, your preference doesn't have anything to do with me. Absolutely not. How you live your life, 100% is your choice. What I, pardon me, what I will say, whatever you choose, whatever your pronouns are, however you decide to live your life, do me a favor. Do us all a favor. Probably going to stir the pot with this one, but it is what it is. I don't care. Leave the children alone. I knew exactly where you were going with that. That's all I'm going to say about that. Leave the children alone. Do not try to influence the impressionable ones. Let these impressionable individuals forge their own path make their own choices come to whatever realization they're going to come to when they come to it do not sway them one way or the other way because there's nothing you actually can do about it because coming from where dj michael Boggis and i have come from there have been friends of ours who have been perfectly normal their whole life and all of a sudden decided that they were going to be gay boom overnight and they lived a norm they lived a normal life with their parents that were like, you know, oh, I can't have no kids that are gay, this, that, and the other. And look what happened. They made a choice. Let the children live their life. Do not push this on them because it's just like religion, you know? Like, I don't care what your religious affiliation is. I don't either. I support whatever you feel like you want to have. 
but do not push that and force that upon anybody because it's not fair. I don't care what you believe. Yep. It's your choice. Even if you're atheist, I do not care. But what you will not do is push that upon me or push that upon impressionable individuals. And I'm right. talking about children. Let children figure it out for themselves. Because guess what? They're going to get to that age, just like my 12-year-old is right now, where she is learning all about the world. Let her figure it out. I am not going to sway her one way or the other. If she comes to me with for advice or a question, I will answer the question. I'm not going to give her the negative answer like, oh, this is what it is, but you shouldn't do it. No, I'm going to give you the 100 answer like I'm supposed to because my job as a parent is not to stop you from living your life. I am to help you from making choices that will get you put in jail. Yes. That's pretty much it. I believe just the way that my mom and your mom probably raised you as well, you must earn your lumps bumps and bruises in this life. I have to let you make mistakes. I cannot protect you from everything. But what I can do is answer any and all questions, give you every single tool you could ever ask for. How you use it is completely your prerogative. That's it. That's it. And that's where I'm going with that. I'm gonna take a step back. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode eight, part two of Gentlemen's Talk. Coming up on episode eight, part three, we get into the real talk segment. We get into some NFL FPI rankings. We close out the show giving y'all a little preview into episode nine. We love y'all. Keep rocking with us, and we'll see y'all soon. Peace. When you see me in my zone